Okay, so yesterday someone handed me how off the presses the new sefer written by my friend Rabbi Daniel Feldman, false facts and true rumors, lashon hara in contemporary culture. And for those who know Rabbi Feldman, his stuff is amazing. So I wanted to talk today about the the possibility of doing tshuva for the avera of lashon hara. How does one go about doing tshuva for the avera of lashon hara? So first of all, um, in terms of actually tracking every effect that the Lashon Hara has and making, uh, making it good, that is a very, very difficult, if not impossible, thing to do in most cases. Because you don't know who said what to who once you already passed on that information and it's in someone's head and, uh, and even if you tell them, forget about it, or you know, they can't, they can't forget about it. So every interaction that they're going to have with the victim of your Lashon Hara is always going to be somewhat tainted. It's always going to be there. It's always going to hover. So usually when we think of tshuva, we think of picking up the pieces, we think of figuring out a way to fix everything. Very, very hard to fix the Avera of, of Lashon Hara. In fact, there is a rush in Masechus Babakama, in the 8th part of Masechus Babakama, Oz Beis, where the rush says that since Lashon Hara is so severe and the emotional pain caused by Lashon Hara is so significant, the, even though there's no Onesh for the Avera of Lashon Hara, a Beisin has the right to put someone in Cherim until you properly appease the victim of, of your Lashon Hara. And in a Tshuva, in Klal Kuf Aleph, Os Aleph, the Rush writes that the, the Minogin Kol Yisrael is to make all sorts of knasos, all sorts of penalties, and all sorts of safeguards in order to punish someone who has spoken Lashon Hara. And the Rambam, in Hilchus Chavul Mazik Perik Gimel, Halacha the Rambam says that, well, it's true, the... Uh, the, the person in the Baal Lashon Hara doesn't, is not mechuyiv min adin to pay anything, but a Beisdin should see to it that bechal uh, makom, as they see fit, to uh, to involve cherem or whatever else, to make sure that the person does his uh, his tshuva. And in fact, the Shulchan Aruch writes in Choshemish Batsim and Alf, Sif Vav, that someone who embarrasses somebody else, even verbally, should be put into cherem until he appeases his victim. And the Ramon in Choshemishpat, Simen, Tavchaf, Si'if, Lamedchaz, says that the same applies to Lashon Hara. So there is certainly some punishment element, even though on a Doraisa level there's no punishment. Meaning it's not something, it's not a Lav Sheishpa Maisa that you can get Malkus for or anything like that. There's nothing that we can actually do to, uh, to, to punish a person, make him pay any money or anything of that nature. But beyond the, re- the strict letter of the law, on a Doraisa level, the Rabbanan are encouraged to impose all sorts of Knossos to, uh, to, pu- to punish a person. Not only that, normally when you do Tshuva for something, if it's not very bit on the Chaveri, you go and you ask and the person is mochal you, and if he's not mochal you, he's considered to be cruel and unreasonable, and that's what the Shulchan Aruch talks about in Hilchus Yom Kippurim in Tafresh Vav. But the Ramah writes over there in Tafresh Vav that if a person doesn't want to forgive you if you spoke lashon hara about him, he's not being cruel and unreasonable. It's so hurtful, it's so painful that we understand if a person is not interested in forgiving uh, after you did something as hurtful as speaking lashon hara about him. There is also a very famous controversy, a very famous dispute between the Chavetz Chaim and Rav Yisrael Salanter whether it is best to ask mechila or specific mechila for lashon hara when you know that telling the person what you said about him or telling the person that you said something about him will cause more harm than it will do good, meaning it may be the ultimate violation of Ona'as Dvarim to tell a person exactly what you said about him, because now the person is going to 
feel very hurt by what you're telling him right now. So that is a major machlokas Chavitz Chaim and Risol Salanter. And there's a lot of lambdas behind that machlokas. Maybe we'll have a separate 10 minute halacha share on that. That is not the topic for today. But how does one do tshuva? How does one get, uh, you know, kapara for the aver of speaking Lashonara? So obviously, the apology, reconciliation, making sure you don't do it, the normal process of tshuva, of, uh, of, 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 uh, uh, you know, charata ala avar, vidui, kabbalah ala asid, that all obviously has to be done. In addition to whatever requirements there may be of making good with the person and fixing the relationship, one has to fix a relationship with the Rebbe Shalom as well, and you go through the normal steps of tshuva. Now, back in the day, we used to have other ways of achieving kapara for Lashon Hara. That's what saras was for. A person would be afflicted with saras, and that would serve as a, uh, as a kapara. In fact, that's the, uh, the, the, the the Gemara explains in Maseches Arachin, where the Gemara talks about Lashon Hara, that when a person has Tzaras, he has to be separated from the community, he has to be sent Chutz Machna, and that's because when he spoke Lashon Hara, he has, he has uh, separated himself from other people. He's, he's alienated himself from other people. So it's a Midah Kenegad Midah, and that serves as part of the Kapara, meaning the Midah Kenegad Midah shows that it's a, a form of Kapara. In fact, the Gemara also says in Mesech Zarach and Daf and the Mesech Zvach and Daf Beis, that the other Kapara for Lashon Hara is the Me'il, that the Kohen would wear in the Beis Migdash. It was fitted with bells at the bottom, so just like the Lashon Hara is always squawking, is always talking to the Lashon Hara, so the bells are always making the noise, and that's going to be a positive noise that serves as a kapara for his speaking Lashon, Lashon Hara. And it could be that the two work hand in hand with each other, the Gemara says, that one, one is afflicted with saras for the damage that he did to other people through his Lashon Hara, and if he didn't damage any other people, he just damaged himself, because that's one of the things that makes Lashon Hara so, so terrible, is that not only does it damage other people, it damages the, the, the Baal Lashon Hara as well. So if all he hurt was himself, so then the Me'il will be, will be Mechaper. The Gemara also says that there's a third Mechaper for Lashon Hara. It's not only Tsaras and the Me'il, but it's also the Ketores that, that atones for, uh, for Lashon Hara. And uh, it could be that uh, the Gemara says that when the Ketores is for, uh, for Lashon Hara that's spoken in private, that the Me'il is Mechaber for Lashonara that's spoken publicly, and the Ketar is for Lashonara that's spoken privately. It's interesting, Rav Shner Kutler, Rabbi Feldman quotes Rav Shner Kutler in the journal Kola Torah, um, volume 61, page 47, Rav Shner Kutler says that there's, an, uh, there's another symbolism of the coat, and it's a vart that we say all the time about the Tcheles, because part of the Me'il was that it had Tcheles in it, and uh, you know, similar to the Tcheles that we have in, uh, in Sitzis, and the Gemara Masechus Menachos talks about the Tcheles, it says that Tcheles is the color of the Yam, which is Dama L'Rukia, which is Dama L'Kisei and something about the color of the Yam and the Rukia is that you can only really, truly, genuinely appreciate the color when you look at it from a broad perspective. I mean, if you were to take a cup of glass and put it in the ocean and take out a glass of water, you would see clear water. You would not see blue water. It's only when you look from the broadest perspective that you can appreciate the grandeur and the beauty. So the message for the Baal Hara is that 
very often the sin of Lashon is violated because a person is focusing too narrowly. He's focusing on this thing that I find problematic about that individual. And he's not looking at the broader person, nor is he looking at the broader effects of what he's about to say. That right now, in this moment, it makes me feel good to share this bit of information. But if you look at the broader effects of what you're saying, so then it's going to uh, it's, it's going to have disastrous consequences to, uh, to speak Lashon Hara. Now, the, all this is nice, Saras and the Me'il and the Ketoros, how do we do tshuva for Lashon Hara? I mean, we don't have these, uh, these mechaprim. So the, um, the Gemara tells us that there are two basic things that one has to do. Uh, one is uh, to, to, in, to, to work on a person's midah of anivus, to work on humility, because very often, the, uh, as we've mentioned many, many times, the aviyah of all terrible midos and the, the gateway of all averos pretty much is a sense of gaiva. So a person works on a sense of anivus, he probably will learn to speak more nicely about other people and not to speak Lashon Hara. And the other thing the Gemara says in Erech and Beis is that a person should work on his Talmud Torah. That, uh, that learning Torah is, uh, is, is going to help. Now there are two versions in the Gemara of w- how exactly Anivus and Torah work. One version of the Gemara is that they, uh, they work as, as uh, um, just being Mechaper uh, for, uh, for they, they work as mechaprim for lashon hara. The other version of the Gemara says that they can't be mechaprim for lashon hara, but at least they'll. If you if you work on anivus and you work on Talmud Torah, at least in the future will prevent you from speaking future lashon hara. So it's not going to actually work as a mechaper. So that's two deos that the Gemara has in Maseches Arachin. Now that second daya that will just prevent you from speaking lashon hara in the future, the Chavetz Chaim and Shmir Salashon Shara Torah in a footnote gives two explanations of what, what that means. One is that the Gemara is identifying two elements of Lashon Hara. There's the Benadam Lechavero element that you need forgiveness for, and then there's what it does for you, and that you need uh, Torah, you need to learn Torah in order to fix your own, your own Neshama. A second possibility says, in the name of the Menorah Hama'or, Ner Beis Klal Dalid, that the, uh, that the, the, the idea that there's no kapara is only for someone who constantly speaks Lashonara. But someone who speaks Lashonara once in a while, so maybe there would be a kapara for such a person from speaking Lashonara. Be that as it may, it seems that the, the, the challenge of doing tshuva for Lashonara is overwhelming. And therefore, it, it's in all of our best interest, obviously not to do any Avera, but specifically when it comes to the Avera of Lashonara, it's like the mushal that's given where you release feathers from the top of a building on a windy day, and then you try to go and collect all those feathers. It's impossible. It's impossible to ever pull back words that are said. A person should be extraordinarily cautious because tshuva is, uh, because it's a terrible Avera, and because tshuva is so, so difficult to accomplish for Lashonara. The Rambam writes that there are things that you can't do tshuva for on his list of things that you can't do tshuva for, things that a person doesn't feel a need to do tshuva for, and items that a person may feel a need to do tshuva for, but is just going to be unable to fix. Lashonara would seem to fit in both categories. Very often it's just words. You don't feel a need. You don't feel an impetus to do tshuva. And even if you do, it's nearly impossible to go and, uh, and, and actually fix the Avera of Lashonara.
Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.